Hello and welcome to the Hockey Hurts Podcast for May 3rd of 2018. I'm Ryan Wilson, Penguins writer for HockeyBuzz.com. I'm Cameron Welsh from HockeyHeads.com. And we are recording directly after Game 4 of the Pittsburgh-Washington series. Um, probably going to focus mostly on that. Uh, it's coming off of Washington's Game 3 win, Tom Wilson's suspension, and Pittsburgh tied the series up 2-2, which... Kind of had to, because uh, the games have been uh, pretty close, and I, I don't think going down 3-1 would have been a... I know it's Washington-Pittsburgh with the history and all, but I, going down 3-1 to with a, a team that has talent is not ever a good idea. No. Um, it's it's really weird. Like I didn't enjoy watching this game. It wasn't good. Like Some of the Washington series we've had previously... The quality of the hockey's been great. This this game would be a nothing the sort of a game if it wasn't for the fact that it was a two one series game that you know the series could swing on. It's the only thing that made the game quality, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean it had had some moments, but um, also got bogged down quite a bit at times. Yeah. Which means both teams are probably doing what their coaches want them to, if we're being honest. Which, which sucks as fans, but yes, I think you're right. Yeah, um, Pittsburgh is not playing bad, but they're not really helping Sid and Themselves. Jake much. <laughs> well, Sid's, it's against Sid's been Michelle on the ice the for every single goal in the series. <laughs> That's nuts. And I assume Gensel has done that as well. If not, he's missed, like, what, one? Because he scored them all. Well, yeah. Was he on there for the... He scored the Malcolm game winner. Goal? Oh. Was he on there for the Malcolm goal? Oh, the Malcolm goal? Um, no, probably not. It was a power play. Yeah, he couldn't have been. Remember. Hornquist was the one they wanted to snag for the non-interference. All right, so like, not, which not one goal. Which basically... Him. No, there you go. But it, I found that funny. At the, at the end of all that, I'm like, okay, so Orpix just got him in a in a headlock, not letting him go anywhere. And I go, but they're gonna call him for goaltender interference. How does that work? Oh, that I think that was just desperation. And a timeout the Capitals probably would have liked to have had late in that game. Given that they were trying to come back, yeah, you look back on it now, and it it, it seemed like a a rash decision to attempt to do that that way. I mean, I don't, yeah. I, they uh, need the, the the. It's funny, people are sort of bigging up the loss of Wilson for Ovechkin, but it's not so much the loss of Wilson; it's the fact that they put. Smith Pally on there with them the whole game as opposed to somebody like Verana who has skill and can make things happen so yeah you can sort of get on Ovi for, for not being able to, to get a shot on net but I don't think Sid had a shot on goal either for the entire game Ovi um, I was going to talk a little bit about their power play He he's the reason Oshie scored I mean, Absolutely. Backstrom sagged right off. Backstrom, of course, made a great play. Oshie made a great play. 
that pocket's not there if not for Pittsburgh is really trying hard to take him away and you know I can't really there's there's nothing they can do if Washington runs the power play correctly because you overcompensate for Ovechkin's one-timer then I can get the logic in that obviously it's the best shot of all time pretty much but that sagging guy creates that pocket, and Backstrom's skilled enough to do that. Even if they don't use that pocket, you still have Oshie in the mid-slot screening with Kuznetsov down low and Carlson willing to shoot and leave Ovechkin alone. A lot of teams would get infatuated with force-feeding a guy like Ovechkin, mm. but they do it so well that they will kill you on the other side of the ice until you slag, slack off just the slightest bit, and then they'll go back to the the number one option and it's a real pain in the ass they do a really great job which would suggest you'd like to not have uh slashing and tripping penalties called in the neutral zone to get that thing on yeah gotta be disciplined with uh, the needless ones you know great players are gonna draw penalties uh over the course of time so it's not like you're gonna go penalty free in any of these games or at least you shouldn't um it's it's those ones that are away from the play and and yeah you you don't want that power play on the ice because it really can turn <laughs> a game uh it didn't happen to well they did score at least the oshi goal on it uh and then pittsburgh was able to to match that with the malkin goal um, I would like to see some changes in the lineup for Pittsburgh. I agree. I'm a little, it's, it's one of those things where Sullivan's, you know, everything he's done almost his entire time in Pittsburgh has turned to gold, right? You, you can't, you can't keep playing Kunuckle. I'm sorry. You just can't. For a team that quite right now at the moment is struggling for secondary scoring, um, you've just got to play Sprong and play him with Brassard. I was going to do something a little different as I'm writing it down as we speak. Um, who the fuck is the other guy? <laughs> who the hell was in the lineup? Oh, Haglin. No, I guess. Simone? Yeah, that's... Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was on the fly. Um, I agree with the Sprong <laughs> stuff, but uh, but that's a it, that's not a new opinion, you know? That's oh, kind of been so. a running yeah. thing for us, I believe. Uh, Simone, I don't think, has done great there. I think he's a poor man's Sherry, which... Sherry's been a poor man's him this year, so that's not it's really... It's been tough, yeah. Uh, I don't know what Kuhnhackel does not have a unique skill set, and I didn't. he's got no points. Uh, there's nothing... There's no speed for, for the PK. Like, I want guys that can explode first three strides, that kind of skater. Uh, I know he's more than willing to sacrifice his body but you know more times than not i'd rather the goalie in a lot of those situations do it themselves 
Well, usually if you can see it, you can stop it. I'm not saying all block shots are pointless, but if that's your thing and you got no points and there's nothing really unique about it and you have a 30-goal AHL guy who, in his sample this year, played pretty fine, even if the goals and points weren't coming. So, you know, he's in the morning skates. He's on for warm-ups. We'll see. I, I'll have to believe it when I see it. Well, the other thing with Simone, though, is that he got tangible on-the-score sheet results. So the likelihood of him being drawn out of the lineup would be slim if uh, past history would show the way Sullivan runs his team. They like to not change things when they can avoid it. So If he put Sprong in, he'd take Simon out. Kunhaka wouldn't come out. I would be shocked. Uh, and that's the silly thing about it. I, You're exactly right there, and I think that's uh, a little bit negligent in decision-making doing it that way. But, yeah, that's exactly what would happen. I would have Sprong with Gensel and Crosby, as crazy as that sounds. But it's nope, more, not at all. more so to balance the lines uh, pretty good. I mean, what's the difference? You're putting Simone there. It's like, <laughs> am I supposed to believe Sprong can't do that? Probably yeah, do it a lot her. better, too. So, Haglin and Hornquist reunite with Malkin. Or, they were with him tonight. But uh, Sherry, Bersard, Kessel, Simone, Sheehan, Rust. And, and it's crazy that Rust found his way down there. I would be open to Rust on the left wing with Bersard and, and Sherry bumping down. I, w- yeah. I would be fine with that. Uh, even though I think Sherry's done a little bit. Uh, I don't know. He's he's disappointed me this year. Um, he's whatever confidence he may. He needs to change his name back to the original name. <laughs> That's his problem. Uh, because he's he's just losing the puck in places. You just don't see him lose it. He's always it, had it choppy hands. Not yeah, bad. but not like this. Not like bad hands. I wouldn't consider him good, but it's always been choppy, not so much smooth. And sometimes it that style has benefited some certain sequences that uh, ask for a certain touch on the puck. But this year, uh, he's his hands, he's got oven mitts on. <laughs> and uh, but, the, but the thing with him, people want to scratch him. And I think he's tenacious as far as putting pressure on. He can skate fast. He's uh, I don't think, I, like, okay, I could understand fourth line, but we're going to keep Kuhnhockel in and, uh, take Sherry out because he he turns the puck over a bit because he has it. <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. I get it. It's frustrating to watch, but when you have it in the offensive zone and you're noticing that many turnovers, it it's still not down in your end, and it sucks because the year before he wasn't making those turnovers and getting those touches, keeping plays yeah. alive, and you know I I don't think he's quite. Uh, quite done that again this year at all uh still still not bad offense though all things considered even strength doesn't get power play time but i (laughs) that was a long-winded way of saying yeah i'm fine with him on the fourth line and bumping rust up yeah absolutely i'd also like to say kessel healthy but we know he's not yeah he's off i mean he's working things just aren't um 
Well, when he's fanning on pucks, you go, okay, he's just out of whack. That just looked hilarious today. He went to finally shoot a puck. Oh, yeah, yeah. They just fanned yeah. it in the, I think it was in the first power play, and I'm like, all right, this is going to be hard for Phil for the rest of the game. You can just see it. I've actually seen people that want him off the, the that power play, and it's mad, madness. I want him to shoot more. I literally want him to shoot. I don't care if it's a, a, a puff shot that's just there for the sake of shooting it. He needs he needs to command respect back over on that side of the ice because everybody's sagging off him. Yeah, but you like people asking to have him off of that. Do you know the time no, and space not. he commands, even if he's quote unquote off? It it opens things up so much, and it's something they never had for the longest time. I don't even think they put a Ginla there, did they? <laughs> and like the most obvious kind of righty left side thing they had. Maybe they did. Yep. That was so short lived. I can't remember all the details. But him and Schultz do a great job opening up time and space. And that ultimately will get you to the other side with Malkin a little cleaner than if you didn't have him over there. It's one, it, I know we've brought this up before, but watching the game today. Um, showed how good Gronchar was at setting up Juno for that one-timer because Latang and Schultz failed about three or four times to land it in Juno's wheelhouse for him to be able to actually unleash it. Yeah, Latang's never and, really been great with setting Juno up like that, given the amount no, of times he, he has a chance to. Yeah, And I, I just took it for granted that that's what you could do as a defenseman back there. But no, no, you can't take it for granted. Not everybody can do that that well. And um, it's probably one of the, the, the quivers out of the, out of the arrow that the Pittsburgh Penguins are missing at the moment is Juno being able to line that up like that. Yeah. It's such a weapon. And, you know, the power play did, did score. And... It was a huge goal. I did, like I said at the beginning, I don't down three one. I wouldn't have liked their chances. Yeah. It's not like Murray's no. been in lights out mode. And busted collarbone. It might have caused a stinger. Hmm, that looked like it hurt a little bit. He wouldn't have been able to continue with a broken collarbone though. No, no, no. Not even hockey tough can do that. No, you just have a limp arm just hanging there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else do I have? No, we did the lineup stuff. Uh, maybe just Barry Trotz sucking. This this could be his last gig, I think. Oh no, somebody else will take him on, won't they? Oh, for sure. Um, late in the game, doesn't have his timeout that we mentioned earlier because he, you know, wasted it. That there's no way that was going to be called goaltender interference, and. Under two minutes, full possession, working it in the penguin zone, and Holtby's just the statue. Staring him down. You should be thinking and acting at like 220, let alone watching your team own the puck and just not take advantage of that. And then they took a too many men on the ice penalty anyways. It's just the, the Smith-Pelly thing deserves so much criticism. 
There's nothing. There's no evidence of that guy deserving that role. Or, or breaking even would have been a win, but I think he holds them back. Yeah. And and Ovechkin's had a wonderful series. And the issue you're going to have is um, if you replace Wilson with Verana, um, those three players can handle the puck and, and do something with it. Wilson's Wilson isn't a puck-handling, create-a-play sort of guy. He creates space for his teammates. Much in the way anyway. um, Hornquist does. Correct, uh, yeah. Not... I think Hornquist behaves himself more frequently. Not that he doesn't throw some shivers here and there, but not, I mean, I'm not comparing him to Tom Wilson. That's ridiculous. No, but, but in regards to how he makes his line better, that's how you, you get that with Wilson. Now, Smith Pally's never had a propensity to being able to create space and, and make things happen for his teammates playing that way. So I would have thought putting a skilled player up there with Kuznetsov would have helped so that you you can't sort of focus on you know Ovechkin and making sure nothing happens that way. Yeah, I mean you got these guys, Sprung being one of them. You're just so afraid of their mistakes, uh, more so for you know weird reasons, and you'll live with the players that have no upside. It's so weird to me. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense that, that, yeah. I mean, Tom Wilson is one of their 12 best forwards. But he's still misused and they don't get enough. Uh, their con- line combos, even with them in, don't make sense. I am kind of glad that he got suspended, but... The whole process was a bit of a joke, really. I mean, Aston Reese has still got to drink, or, yeah, eat, yep. eat his food through a straw for weeks because yep. the guy you decided not to punish for a high hit did the same exact thing the next game. Like, yeah. Oh, why, why should I change? This isn't a Tom Wilson problem. Why? Why would he change? Like, why? There's, why there's... would you even bother even entertaining changing how you play? No. Look, uh, you've you've made the point um, before. It's going to come down to um, the lawsuit, and then changes to the CBA. Once the lawsuit comes down and the NHL get burnt by it, it hits to the head. The whole ruling will change on all that sort of stuff. Hopefully, the players will allowed the Department of Player Safety a bit more range um, in the CBA because that that has handcuffed the Department of Player Safety, but their reasoning for what they're doing with their videos, uh, for why people are getting suspended and the couple they do that are reasons that they're not suspended, I, I just think that they've lost the plot. And the fact that so much of it's judgmental, it's sort of what frustrates me that they don't use something as simple as we have at the Hockey Hertz website, which is just a bunch of numbers, which is really basic and rudimentary, but everything is um, 
you can go back and trace everything and track it and go, oh, okay, so this scored this much here, this one only scores this much at this time, so this is why the suspension's less. Yeah, or why the suspension's and, and you worked hard on that, but it it's not your job. No. <laughs> like, there would be alterations more frequently and playing with the numbers a little bit more, but still having a structure in place. I, you know I, what I even mean? wanted to like, Yeah, ridiculous. I wanted to have a sliding I wanted to have a sliding scale in regards to um you get uh this is this is probably why I didn't do it, but I wanted to have a sliding scale in regards to the on ice output of the person that um got hit. Right? So I don't want injury to be a factor in the suspension, but it's like if you have a if you have a Ryan Reeves type player who goes along and uh, hits a player like Ovechkin in the head, it's like, all right, so the potential loss for the team uh, due to that hit would have been Ovechkin's points per 60 of whatever and have like a sliding scale of how much more of a multiplier you put on to the suspension because of the person you've targeted with the hit. Because it's quite clear, if you have a look at what happened in that game, Oshie went after Latang at the end of the game. And that's the sort of stuff that needs to not happen. Because that's where people get injured. It's like when Gensel got cross-checked after he scored his goal. It was like he didn't hit his head on the net. I mean, on the it's on the, the goalpost. The Oshi hit is the the definition of predatory because absolutely game situation, not in the play at all. Like it's a meaningless sequence, and you know I'm not expecting the league to suspend him because after they did what they did to Wilson, there's you know probably unwritten rules that. You know, they're not going to double up on the Capitals. No, it's just it's just silly, it, those sorts of things. But the Department of Player Safety uh, needs to get its shit sorted out. The, actually, the officiating this playoffs, so on ice, in the booth, and the Department of Player Safety, I don't think I've seen so much complaining on Twitter than I have this year. It's like it's it's ten times worse than it normally is. It it's been terrible. Yeah, and you thought at the beginning with the Doughty thing, okay, maybe some mild progress. Yeah, and then went backwards, <laughs> and then forwards, and then backwards. Well, because it, for for me, it's also the 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 problem is the officials on the ice. Uh, you, you see the you see the slashes that were called in the regular season not being called, so players obviously start swinging their sticks a little bit more. Then players get angry, so they obviously start getting more physical, which is fine if it's legal, but you, you can't go around you know trying to decapitate guys, and you can't go around boarding guys or just tripping guys over blatantly after the puck's gone so the other team can skate the other way and not call the penalty because you want the players to decide the game. You just don't exist as a ref then. Well, I mean, I, I don't I don't think I uh, I have too much more unique to add there. Oh, it's just nuts. It, it, it's really frustrating watching it, and it's, it's not like one set of officials either. Across all of the series... Everybody's making the same complaints about why aren't these things being called anymore. 
and the league will just go, well, it's it's standard then. Everybody's getting the same crap. But it doesn't mean that the quality of the hockey's better because of it. It's not. There have been some some good games, though. Oh, there have been some In spite of games. it, it speaks more to the sport than, than the league, that they can still, through all of this, put on good shows, especially Winnipeg-Nashville very fast. Uh, even the San Jose series, those... That good. that Nashville that Nashville Winnipeg series feels like you're watching it at 1.5 speed. It's awesome. You you watch that after watching the uh, Penguins game, and they're not slow games, but it just they're just so much faster. Both teams are so crisp. Pittsburgh two years ago was that. Yeah, they ain't that there. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Not so much, but, you know. Was there anything uh, moving forward in the Capital Series? Pittsburgh have got to get their controlled exits out a little better. They're getting rushed by the forecheck, and they are struggling to come out with speed. If they can correct that somehow, then I think they'll uh, they'll be better off. But Switch the um, pairings up, which I, I didn't mind. I remember writing an article, not right after Alexiak came over, but shortly thereafter, and him and Schultz had some really, for for the little time they spent, it was uh, very positive numbers, and Ruedel motto wasn't terrible either. No, but I think you're right about your, your motto assessment. He's a chameleon. He is what his partner is, and you put him with Schultz, and, and I don't really have many problems with Marta, put him down with Rue Weedle, and both of them aren't the quickest of skaters, and that they don't quite think as, and Rue Weedle doesn't think quite as quickly as Schultz does, but that's one of the, the skill sets that, that Schultz has, has got in his favour. It's hard to it's hard to cover for Marta due to his lack of speed, and his skating has improved slightly, but he's still not the quickest out there, so I always get worried when they're on the ice, the two of them. I don't get so worried. Um, depends. You can really um, work your pairings, or I'm sorry, uh, the line matchups at home. With Smith Pelly on the top line, that really helps uh, your ability to, to spread things uh, a little bit more than maybe you would. So. Is game five Sunday? Saturday. Sunday, you, yes. Yeah, 9 a.m. Time zones. Jesus. Hey, I got to say, the time zones don't always work for you, obviously, but 9 a.m. playoff game on a Sunday morning sounds pretty great. You know, it's fine, but they used to be like 7 a.m., meaning I could watch the game, it could go to overtime, and it still wouldn't be lunch. I won't have wasted the day. You're not going (laughs) to... That's not wasting a Sunday, though. No, you're right. It's a Sunday. Let's just sit down and do nothing. You're exactly right. Well, I'm I'm cashed out, I think. Oh yeah, we had to get this in because we probably won't get one done by the weekend. So yeah, I have a it was good to st- I have a hockey tournament. Are you playing or are you coaching? Playing. Hey. Well, a ter- tournament. I, I guess it's technically a tournament. Nobody gives a shit <laughs> about who wins, <laughs> but um, yeah, it should be good. 
Excellent. So. Well, we should probably sign this thing off so you can go to bed. Yep. Long weekend ahead. Well, you go and have fun, and we'll see the penguin. The penguins win in Washington today. What's great about this, uh, the last uh, now three years, uh, a good friend that I play with, he's a big Capitals fan, and <laughs> every Saturday night during this tournament when we're in the the rink bar, we got a Penguins-Capitals game. Although the first year, we were talking shit the whole day, and I don't think either one of us watched a single minute of it <laughs> that, <laughs> that year. Um, the fair goal game. Remember when fair oh. scored? Yeah, that that game, we talked a big game all day long, and then neither of us watched a single damn minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's how it works. Yeah, it was uh, good times. So, um, we will be catching up, uh, probably before the series ends, though. So there's that. I would think so. And we'll have a more holistic league approach probably the next uh, show as well. So. Excellent. Well, that'll do us, guys. We'll see you next time. All right. See ya.